Hello, hello, my name is Tritima and this is TMR In Your Ears. It's a roundup of all the cool media you need to know about in just a few minutes. You can subscribe to the newsletter and check out everything I mentioned in the show notes. So starting this audio version of my newsletter was very much on a whim, just like the whole newsletter and pretty much my entire life. My friend basically said, you know, I think you have the right chemistry for a podcast. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to talk about on a podcast? And another friend raised the point that some people actually don't have time to read. Um, I don't have any judgment, but I just decided to make the whole thing easier and record my potentially annoying voice in my tiny apartment closet for your listening pleasure. My entire goal with my newsletter and with this audio is just to be kind of like your monthly briefing, you know, what's going on in the world, what is what is everyone talking about, what's fun, what's fresh. And I really hope that this is something you can listen to like on your commute to school, right before you go to bed. I typically put pressure on myself to be perfect. I'm not expecting this to be perfect. I'm pretty sure like a year down the line, it'll be so much better and I'll probably cringe at this, but I'm hoping it's a good enough start, right? And that's all anyone can really hope for. The whole of 2022, basically, I have been reflecting on this question, how do I design my life? Most of you probably know that I'm queer and thinking about merging my Nigerian identity and queerness is something I've really been struggling with. All of the stories coming out of the Nigerian queer community are either people who are finally able to discover that part of themselves as they're old, like much older in their 50s, people who their parents have like flung them out the house and like they're on the street, or people whose parents didn't care at all and wholeheartedly accepted them. So where is the space for people in the middle ground, people whose parents will probably never accept this, but they're able to kind of live with some form of a relationship, some form of normalcy. I haven't been able to really see that. I have been searching. I have been, you know, going through social media. I have been like trying to put myself out there and it's just really not coming up. I find that there's two categories of like successful people lives either what i'm terming the vanilla you know you have a successful career maybe you work in tech you find the love of your life you settle down it's not exactly the american dream it's not as bland as the american dream but because you know you're able to go on vacations you know you go to like the club on the weekends that kind of life is is what i think is is what I'm, i'm terming vanilla Right, And then on the other side of the coin, you have the alternative life. Semi-struggling artist, lives in a studio in New York, you know, is going to all the, all, their name is on all the press lists, they're going to all these exclusive events, they have about 60,000 Instagram followers, so not really a celebrity, like the cool kid, you know, like the cool kid, everyone wants to be them. Not, a, not the it girl, not the celebrity, they're just mundane enough to seem like regular people like you could be them aspirational and then there's people like me who I don't think fall in either category I want a nine-to-five I want that stability but I also want to be able to wake up tomorrow and plan a trip to Mexico and it's feasible for me I want the American dream relationship but I want to go on dates randomly yes I actually like the talking stage yep but not really talking, like the stage before the talking stage is what I think I would call it. I want that. 
I want to be able to settle down with a girl without fear that I'm going to be kicked out of my family, you know? And is that me just trying to have my cake and eat it? Maybe. But I don't know. I feel like it should be possible to build a life like that. And it's something I also think about in terms of my career. So I'm studying finance and I have been able to figure out a way to work in the finance world without wanting to like pull my hair out, right? So I'm actually supposed to be starting in financial, personal finance management. At the other end of it, I work a lot in advertising, communication, social media, and I love doing this. But will I be able to make as much money as I am going to be able to make in finance? Who knows? I don't know anyone personally who has the exact same like path as I have taken so I don't have any proof that this is going to work. So on what grounds do I build a life for my... Like, a, what, on what grounds am I building this life? And when I, whenever I get an idea or I decide I want to pursue something, I tend to look on social media, of, on, you know, on Google for people who have done this exact same thing. But in reality, like, it just may not exist, right? And... It's almost like I'm looking, I'm asking the universe for permission to pursue this thing when I go on these like Google binges. And what I'm starting to realize is I'm just going to have to be a pioneer and do do it afraid, like build this life what I want, this life in advertising, communications with whoever I want to love in whatever city, maybe in Paris. I'm going to, it's possible and I'm going to build it by myself. Does this make sense? I really hope it does. Okay, moving on to reviews. I have been consuming a lot of media recently, but I decided to review nearly all the men in Lagos are mad, which is a collection of 12 stories by Damlera Kuku. If you're on Nigerian Twitter, everybody's talking about this book. So I gave it a read. Um, Full disclaimer, this is a partial review because I've only read six stories. I would like to finish watching and reading everything I decided to review. But honestly, I just cycle in and out of media so fast. And I'm always juggling multiple at the same time that I don't know if that's going to be possible every month. And why wait, you know? In short, it's a very readable book. It's very, I find myself excited to open it before bed instead of like scrolling on Instagram the stories are very easy to follow. They're very familiar, which is a good and a bad thing. Every So far, every character she's written about is someone I can say, I know someone like that. I don't know if I'm looking for books that are representing real life exactly or if I'm looking for books that are going to help me escape. So, I mean, I guess it all depends on you. Like, what are you looking for, you know? The first story was very familiar, um, almost bordering on cliche, but it was very strongly written. Then there was one about a gigolo written from a guy's point of view. I couldn't really get into that one, I'm not going to lie. And then my favorite one was one where she talked about a preacher's wife, a pastor's wife, who, you know, the pastor had just been outed as a cheater by some girl that's supposed to be like a runs girl. And um, she's trying to do PR damage, and then she's able to find out that the girl isn't lying like the girl that accused him of sleeping with her isn't lying and the story kind of ends after she finds that out pretty abruptly like that was a that was a problem that i had with some of the stories most of the stories so far they just kind of end abruptly like she had a page limit or a word limit per story that she was trying to stick to 
but um also another thing there were six scenes in pretty much every story i just feel like that's a bit excessive for a short story book i liked them they were very well written but i'm just kind of like that's just a bit I read an interview where she said, you know, sex is a part of life and a reality of most relationships. You're having sex when you meet someone and you're into them, which is fair. But, like, if it were a real book, like like a full book, that would basically be like reading a sex scene every seven pages. That's That's excessive. It's excessive. A lot of people really like reviews and thoughts but I think my favorite section is Rex because I just get to like give a whole spiel about literally everything that I like like who wouldn't love that the first thing I'm recommending is t-shirts by a streetwear brand called Pith Africa they are very much inspired by Virgil Abloh and what he does with Off-White and you can see that influence you know it's very much skater culture very much underground but like we're still open to everyone type of vibe um, I was gifted two t-shirts from them by my best friend Chidera. Shout out to you, Chidera. One is inspired by condoms, a condom brand. And the other one is inspired by Cabin Biscuits, which reminds me of Sunday school service while I was a kid. And they're just very cool. They're really conversation starters. I don't think I have seen any t-shirts that look like these and i also love that the inspiration for them was just so random like biscuits and condoms like it's so dynamic i love it okay second section is on my radar if you have missed any of my previous newsletters this is basically where i share all the cool stuff that i just haven't had the time to get to like i write it down in my notes to watch to read to listen to and i just never get to it first one is yellow jackets this is about a high school girls soccer team where they get stranded in the wild um, in 1996 after their plane crashed. I'm very sure it's inspired by the story of this um, sports team that was stranded in some place with a lot of snow, the Alps or something, and they had to eat each other. I'm pretty sure it's inspired by that. But I read, I found out about them because The Cut posted it. The Cut is um, a magazine. And I read an article talking about how it just basically, it was it basically just represented teenage girl life and realities in its full in its fullness. And maybe I'm just reminiscing on my boarding school experience, but that just sounded very endearing to me. Even though the show is apparently really gruesome, check it out and let me know. Next, I'm talking about this brand, Experiment World. They used to be called Doing Experiments. I'm not really sure why they changed their name. Their primary product is this green silicone face mask. I've been seeing a lot of these reusable... Okay, not a lot. I've seen one reusable under eye mask and then this face mask. The whole idea behind them is it's supposed to act as an occlusive. So when you do your skincare and put your serum, it's supposed to help like push... Kind of not not basically. It's supposed to help like make these really seep into your skin, but I just think they look really cool. Like I just feel like it takes the whole self care thing to a whole nother level. And I really love the branding of their packaging on their Instagram page. I'm a sucker for good branding. I will give anything a try if the branding is really good, which is why I tried this probiotic healthy soda the other day. It was not not a good experience for my toilet, but you know I tried it out. And their branding is cool. So shout out to them. Um, They are about to restock. And I'm definitely going to be trying that out. 
Can we talk about Julia Fox for a second? She's not really a focus in this section, but I am so intrigued by everything that's going on with her and Kanye and the media. Because one part of me is like, you know, is she cringy? Like, is everything she's doing obviously for attention? Is it cringy to take advantage of Kanye? Is she taking advantage of Kanye? Like, I know, you know, when with his bipolar disorder, everyone kind of says... You know, he's obviously having a manic episode. Like, we should obviously give him grace, and we should. But I'm also, like, how much of his behavior is being attributed to... Should be attributed to bipolar disorder, and how much of it is him being a grown baby, you know? So, I do feel like her coming out now that the whole relationship is over to say, you know, I masterminded this from the beginning. You know, you guys don't have anything on me. I just feel like it's a bit corny. Like, come on. Come on, Julia. But I find everything else so fascinating the leather pants the awful awful editorial was it awful that editorial in new york mag where she where she's like with her friends jurgen teller is that new is he for new york mag yeah i think he is is it awful or is it performance art let's be honest and then the whole uncut jams like she has just really managed to stay on our feeds and in our minds and i think it's cool saying all this to say that I was having an argument on my Instagram stories the other day, like, is Julia an it girl? What is an it girl? Let's Google. Let's see. According to Google, an it girl is someone that everyone is talking about. Everyone wants to be her. She has a magnetic personality and sex appeal. I don't know if Julia has sex appeal. Do you guys think she does? I'm not sure if I would say she does. But she's definitely commanding attention right and so i discovered this podcast called the it girl theory podcast where they basically dissect what it means to be an it girl like different examples of people who could be it girls i think they've done carlin calloway dennis rodman azita banks grant paltrow and so i've decided to check this out because i really need to figure out scientifically is julia fox an it girl i need to know it is very much a white girl podcast i have to put that in there They do very much sound like white girls talking, because they are, but I don't think it's um, off-putting. Okay, next is a brand called Cortez. Cortez? I'm not sure how to say it, but they're a UK-based streetwear brand, and they basically did this thing called the Great Bolo Exchange. Hey, yo! Is that a bolo? I swear that's a bolo! No, that's a bolo! Yo, wait! Yo! One of their products is a bolo puffer jacket. And they did this thing where, so, I mean, let me preface by saying they're one of those, like, very secretive, like, mysterious brands. They don't have a website. Their Instagram account is private. You don't, you can't order them. You can't just order their products randomly. You have to order when they have a drop or you miss it. So they did this thing where if you wanted one of their puffer jackets, you had to exchange a, a designer jacket. I'm talking Montclair, Balenciaga. People were donating these jackets in exchange for bolos. And there's no way the bolo is costing as much as a Balenciaga jacket, right? So people were exchanging their designer jackets for jackets like quarter the price. And and then they donated all the jackets to like a homeless shelter. I just think the whole phenomenon is amazing. And it's something here to be said about the ability to manufacture hype, the recipe to creating hype, the allure of exclusivity, like why we want things that aren't easily available. 
and the future of fashion consumption because if you think about it people are tapping into these jackets and to the whole like culture because they feel an emotional connection emotional psychological connection to the clothing to the branding to the people behind the brand to the brand's ethos you know so i think that consumers are moving away from buying things just because they look good into and, and, and into buying into what a brand represents which is you know why people are paying so much for the lvs it's not just because these brands are using good quality but because there is an image and an aesthetic and a lifestyle that you're buying into as well i'm also going to link this article that i read basically dissecting the whole the whole thing okay now on to skincare I have tried so much skincare these past few months, especially because I started working for Bolden last December, and so they sent me their entire line. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been really great. I've gotten so many "your skin looks so good" comments. Let me tell you, lighting and a good camera are very are like forty percent of why that is. But I like to think that my skin actually has come a long way. I made an Instagram video where I shared some of these products and two, I never mentioned, actually well, one I didn't mention was the Chorus Probiotic Gel Cream. So their entire thing is they're a Greek skincare brand and they like to use Greek yogurt in their products. Let me tell you, the cleanser is, the feeling was amazing. It's a hydrating cleanser and it smells great and it just has this luxurious lather to it. The gel cream I also used. Both of these were Christmas gifts, by the way. Shout out to you, Eni. Sorry, birthday gifts. Birthday gifts. Both of these were birthday gifts. Shout out to you, Eni. The gel cream, honestly, I feel like I got a little bit of a skincare orgasm when I put it on because the texture was amazing. I'm very surprised that it has three, 3.8 stars or something like that on Sephora because I, I loved it. Another product I've been loving is the Bolden SPF 30 Moisturizer. It has um, vitamin C. Bolden's entire thing with skincare is reducing oiliness, scarring, and brightening skin. Um, I like the glow. The glow you get from the sunscreen is honestly amazing. I know I use that word a lot, but I just I just don't know how else to describe it. And for the fact that it has squalene, squalene, I need to check out how to pronounce that, which is like what contributes to the moisturizing um factor and obviously vitamin c is a great antioxidant it's a bit pricey at 28 dollars it's pricier than like most average sunscreens but if you use it as a moisturizer and not as a sunscreen so just use like a pea-sized amount each morning then it would definitely last you a few months okay so this next thing i'm going to talk about is honestly i feel like you i just feel like the girls that get it get it okay i'm going to be talking about trekker sandals trek checking sandals you know what tiva does but like every brand is doing now i have wanted to get these for a while i think it started because i saw the tiva like high top ish sandals no the tiva platform sandals what they're called and then i saw someone had prada um trek sandals and i just thought they looked very cool and very chic they're the kind of things you pull off if you're like a true fashion girl you know just like crocs i feel like people who think Thinking Crocs is ugly or like nursing shoes, like that is so 2010. Can you have some originality? This is the future of fashion. We are wearing ugly shoes now. Can you not see where my gelatabis have gone? Like, have some faith and and be experimental, okay? So I got some from Off White on, on 
from Essence. I think I bought them for two eighty. Original price was like six fifty. Honestly, could I have gotten cheaper Trek sandals? I'm very sure I could, but um, I miss Virgil. I miss his presence. I wasn't like the biggest fan or anything, but I just wanted to own something that kind of tapped into that legacy. And you know, spring where he's coming up, summer is coming up. You need cool sandals that you can walk around in, that can go with pants and can go with dresses. And I think these are just a perfect fit. I will be honest, I did think they were a bit of a logo vomit. Also because they use, like, they play on the off-white belt for the straps. But I love them. They're very comfortable. And they don't use that almost, like, rubbery material that Tiva do um, does. So I think they will last longer than that. Hopefully. Hope so. Oh, and the packaging. Oh, my God. The packaging was an experience and i think luxury brands do this so well because if you someone's gonna pay possibly overpay for something you want them to from the minute they get it feel like they are part of a luxurious lifestyle they want to feel you want them to, why do i always segue into talking about branding why why do i do that moving on instagrams i'm obsessed with so everyone knows instagram is my favorite app literally live breathe instagram and um quick side notes if i i wish i had gone into tiktok before instagram came up with reels because it's just so much easier to use tiktok because it's the so slow stakes like you can make a video in your dirty room and if it's funny you're gonna get like thirteen thousand likes you know so i wish i had tapped into that before i got consumed by reels but now it's just like too much work to make videos for two apps what do you guys think like do you think it's worth putting my energy in more than one app let me know but anyway i don't know why i delved into tiktok i'm talking about instagrams instagrams that i am well mostly instagrams and one tiktok but instagrams that i am obsessed with recently the first one is sir john he is like a very big pro makeup artist he's worked with beyonce and he's in like a bunch of campaigns and he's he's he has that kind of like um like clean no makeup makeup ish aesthetic and his entire instagram feed is so dynamic and i think it's a great example of how you don't have to stick to one niche because just because he's a makeup artist doesn't mean makeup has to be his only interest he definitely delves into fashion he delves into lifestyle he delves into skincare he delves into health and he just has his whole instagram is just very cohesive and very clean and very very um you can just tell that there's thought put into it so i really 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 enjoy his instagram presence i also discovered this creator called candace banks she's a stylist she's worked for refinery 29 um i think she's also done work for into the gloss but i discovered her because she started this series where she's basically explaining her journey like coming from working as an assistant to this like bitchy fashion person in new york and now in la and I think what really, obviously what really struck me is the way she's telling the story. It's not like, it's cinematic. It kind of gives me like grownish vibes. So she's doing, she's doing like a voiceover on them that's giving almost like Moesha diary session. I don't know. And then like the, it's acting, it's, it's filmmaking. Like it's, it's very, you just have to check it out. Like she is very stylish. But she's also a great content creator. You want to know what I repeat to myself daily? I gotta make it big. I was a fashion stylist in New York, but I got blacklisted. So I moved to LA with a whole new plan and it's way better, honestly. Okay, NFTs. I don't know if it's very like, you know, it's very fitting that this, the subject of this newsletter has tech bro in it because 
I don't know. I, I think I'm I'm becoming a tech girl myself. I've recently gotten very interested in NFTs, particularly the fashion and beauty ones, because just think about it. Think about the possibility that like online shopping, like just think about the the claim that online shopping can be transported to. Imagine if especially people that are plus size or people that are disabled Online shopping is just very hard, like navigating malls and going from store to store that doesn't carry your size. It can be very difficult. So imagine being able to have your 3D avatar, which your exact body type, trying on clothes. Imagine being able to like see what. Imagine being able to pull off looks on Instagram. So from um, a fashion creator perspective. If you don't have the money or the resources to buy all of these expensive pieces, but you want to still convey the fact that you're fashionable and you do know how to style things, you imagine being able to digitally style them on an avatar that looks realistic with the exact same body type as you. And like, you're basically able to do everything a style fashion influencer can do without having to spend all that money. Because how many of these pieces do we, that we buy can we wear more than once? You know what I mean? So it actually solves that sustainability issue while helping, while like reducing the the barrier to entry for digital content creation. So I think it's very cool. And the Instagram I have linked, her Instagram is Digital Fashion Princess. She has like a Discord as well for digital fashion that I joined. And honestly, I have been resistant to this whole Web3 NFTs crypto wave. But that's just it just makes sense for the world to be going there right now. We have already mastered, you know, cell phones, we've mastered social media, um, we're doing digital payments. I just feel like it's it's realistic, you know, and it's exciting. It's exciting and um yeah, I've just decided to approach it from a point of view of things that I actually enjoy. So if you're into sports, if you're into arts if you're into food, I'm pretty sure there is a way that NFTs are tackling these niches. Just check it out and you might like it. The last account is Doma. Um, she has an Instagram presence, but I'm talking about her TikTok. So basically, she will explain why a, a popular brand is popular, why a celebrity brand works, how to um, get your branding together as a business owner. And I think it's just very, it's very research-focused. You know, she's doing the green screen effect and she's putting pictures and links and quotes like buttressing like what she's saying. And she's talking about brands that everyone is invested in. So if you're a makeup girl, she's done Ilya, she's done Fancy Beauty, she's done Glossier. So you're already interested in these brands and then she's like explaining to you why they work. Maybe it's because like I work in this part of the industry, maybe it's because I'm like, you know, also a finance person, but I find her videos really entertaining. And I think that there's something anyone can take away from it, especially if you're an entrepreneur or like a budding entrepreneur or just like obsessed with like a certain celebrity, you know, so. Okay, I have talked so much. Do you know that recording this is actually like, it's it's not as easy as it looks, but I had a lot of fun and I would really love to know if you guys like me recording these. Do you think like the written versions are enough? Do you think this is a hit? I would like to bring on friends, maybe people that I'm... I'm talking about in the newsletter i like to interview them like future episodes you know i would like to make the audio more cinematic um with time you know 
But thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for reading my newsletter. Please share if you enjoyed this. Give me some feedback, and I will see you next month.